0: One, two, three, four. Just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day. And to some good old country records on the radio. And, yeah, what else can I say? Welcome back to the program. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as always, is Dave Callens. Hello.
1: And Robert Timothy. woo there you go. <laughs>
2: Everything is right with the world. <laughs> now it? I'm gonna go talk to some county inspectors.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
2: I um so uh, a
0: little hungover. Went to a wedding yesterday. Uh, that was a lot of fun. We get um, married on a
1: Friday.
2: Uh, yeah. That is kind of weird. Actually. Yeah. I feel like there's a discount at the wedding venue. <laughs> well,
0: the guy's like a Navy SEAL, so it was like an officers' club. So there might have been like a, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a waiting list for that. So, anyways, um, but while there, very, very uh, classy affair. Uh, I fucking heard the most foul thing come out of a guy's mouth.
1: Oh, the- this is... I, I know the bar is set pretty high on this, so I'm kind of excited to see Oh, yeah. Guy's think-
2: guy like, nacho cheese is the best
0: cheese. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think you guys will agree with me. Alright, first of all, let me paint you a picture, okay? The post-Danzig era of Misfits was the best. <laughs> No, it wasn't a South American guy. Um, <laughs> rather than paint you a picture, actually, I'm just going to show you a picture. Because I did. I, I took a selfie so I could get this guy in the oh, background. Geez. Here, okay. let, me,
1: let me show you. It's oh, the guy classic move. I love that. When you're trying to take a picture of somebody without them knowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand over here so I can get this All in the right, background.
2: All right, let me do a description. Uh, the guy's got khakis, uh, blue blazer, light blue shirt, and uh, yellow tie. and Cornflower tie. Seems <laughs> to be taking a shot. It uh, looks like a very nice outdoor venue. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this guy, uh, he, he looks like one of Patrick Bateman's friends from American Psycho. But,
2: okay. Put, put but that, in uh, worse shape. In worse shape. He's also tubby. Yeah. I'll tell you one <laughs> thing. He ain't one of the Navy SEALs, like, teammates. Like, he is. He's a Navy walrus. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> 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 I, got, I got a
0: different angle there so you can see his really. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can um, see his shitty
1: uh, rich guy haircut. Pictures. Let's put these pictures when we post the podcast. I will. Yeah. I, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So anyways, we're uh, the, 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 the ceremony happens. People line up at the bar, naturally. And, open uh, bar? Uh, uh-huh, open bar. Okay. Open bar. And um, uh, this guy's there with his uh, slim, blonde date, uh, wife, ostensibly. <laughs> and um, they're right ahead of me. And uh, they say, uh, oh, we'll have a vodka soda and a, uh, and a Manhattan. And, and uh, the bartender goes, uh, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, for the first hour, we're just beer and wine. that will be hosted uh, alcohol afterwards.
1: Which is very common at weddings. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And um, the uh, woman says, uh, are you
2: fucking kidding me? Uh, <laughs> and great. The is like, yeah, I am. I just fucking with you. There yeah, you go. <laughs> there I, you I, go. Do, I do that a lot because, you know, I like to lower the
1: tips. That's my yeah, goal. Absolutely.
0: To which uh, the guy in the Matt Foley motivational speaker outfit uh, turns to her and says, "Right, ri- very loudly, just so the bartender can hear it, don't worry, babe. She makes minimum wage. Oh. <laughs>
1: That is fucking hilarious! I, oh, oh my god! I audibly gasped. I audibly gasped. <gasps> and also inaccurate. Like,
2: let's be honest. Bartenders make a lot of money in tips. So yeah, like that's, yeah. That's a silly. I,
0: he just he just said he, he locked eyes with her too. She makes minimum wage.
2: Uh, I I, I I didn't know what to say. What I, I wanted vigilante justice, but yeah. I was too flabbergasted. Yeah, you almost need to freeze time at some point and yeah. then just
1: come up with the best. Now, if that bartender was on her game, she would have not broken. I kind of stared right back there and just said, oh, you know what? We're also out of vodka later. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. She's getting tips from everybody else. Yeah, right One now. One guy, fuck him. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, well that is that is the disgusting mantra of I'm angry at you and I'm going to insult your socioeconomic status cuz I literally can't think of anything else to make myself feel better right, right now. Right,
0: right. I just cannot stand any type of poor shaming of any kind, of
1: any kind. Anything else like come of that? Did no, they... no, the the man walked away scot free and that's uh, why I'm yeah, so fucking yeah. angry.
2: Well, I guess we could track him down and then, like, I don't know, like, pee on his face. Like, I, mean, I, I like, could just do something. I mean,
0: I have the picture. He's at my friend's wedding. I yeah, can yeah. certainly find out who this guy is. Yeah. I feel like I need, I need closure.
2: I need vigilante justice, Bobby. Yeah. it was like the time that I saw somebody throw like a full McDonald's bag out their window driving home. Oh. And I was just like, what? Like that's there was no <laughs> accident. And then as we're dr- as I'm driving, and I keep following. I'm like I can't believe he just did that. Cup goes flying out after it, after it, and I was like. Well, I'm not going straight home today. And then I followed the guy <laughs> home, found out where he lived, later walked my dog, and then took the dog poo bag full of dog poo and shoved the dog poo up underneath his driver's door nice. handle. All it's right. beautiful. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: There was one time where I was driving for Uber. I was waiting for a ride. And I saw another Uber driver across the parking lot. Just drop a cigarette butt out of his window. Yeah. So I yelled. I'm like, hey, you dropped your cigarette. He's like, oh, I know. <laughs> so I pulled my car up in front of him to box him in, got out, picked up the cigarette I was going to throw it back in his car, but he backed out and took off. Uh. So I chased him down the road, <laughs> got him next to him, threw the cigarette back in his window, and then took off.
2: Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, no now he followed you after that, didn't
1: he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Dave. All you had to do when you get out is like get out of the car and start running. You know he doesn't have the wind the wind to keep following. Oh no, you. I he's was laughing smoker. the whole time. He yeah. was so angry; It was hilarious. He's <laughs> a smoker. He's there's no way he's following you. But in the these spring.
1: wedding people, the vodka. This is inspired by a, a tweet that I've seen going around about um, shaming someone who is spoiled. You should have waited for the bar to start serving vodka. Be first in line. Then, when you get there, be like. Give me all the vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Order all of it so there's no more for those people. Yep. And then just walk away with a tray full of vodka drinks.
0: I don't think I'm allowed to say I'll have four bottles of vodka, please. <laughs>
1: have you ever tried? Have, have you ever not. tried? I, to, to, to your point, I have not.
0: I don't know if I've ever told this story on the on the pod before, but uh, I thought of it because I drove past the place it happened, and this was about six years ago. I saw p- possibly the most detrimental like, junky thing I could have ever witnessed is I was going into a 7-Eleven that was right near my house, and while walking in, there was a young couple. I'd say they're in their early 20s, clearly
1: on the stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. The- now, is this when you lived in the really shitty neighborhood by then? No, okay. no. This,
0: was, um, this is when I lived in Bay Park, actually. Okay, so, wow. All right. um, so, anyways, I uh, was I was walking into the 7-Eleven, this uh, young couple, guy and a girl, That the guy's like, hey, man, you got any money? I'm like, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, man, not today. So I, I go in, and uh, while I'm in there, I see an old Mercedes pull up and like a, a young Mexican guy get out and he starts clearly making a drug deal with these two, right? All right. Oh, jeez.
2: And so. Now, any- are these guys in their 30s and their 40s? Are Look, these old people? Early 20s, the couple.
0: Okay. Uh, and I'd say the guy's probably 30 even. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, I see them making a drug deal. I see that there's, the, there's some sort of uh, dispute over something, and uh, the guy... You want money for that, Right, right. <laughs> it looks... I, I'm doing some junky math, and it looks yeah. like he, he, uh, he doesn't have enough and was hoping it was okay, and it's super not. So, uh, anyways, he goes off to go, I, I guess, get money. He goes. And the, the Mexican guy starts talking to this girl and starts chatting her up, and then she gets in the car, and they drive away together.
2: And then, how now, long did that whole process take? About five minutes. So he should have his own show on A and E called "The Junkie Pickup Artist." <laughs>
1: so I anyways. was thinking this is more like a drug version of Indecent Proposal. <laughs> Listen, I'll give you all the drugs if you can me spend one night with her. I, I want to sleep with your wife, and I'm prepared to pay you one gram. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways,
0: uh, he, he like they leave together, and here's the worst part. I'm exiting the 7-Eleven now, and that guy comes running around the corner with, I guess the,
2: he got the rest of the money. <laughs> Babe, you're going to be so happy. I yeah, said, yeah, I, yeah, It's like Gift of the Magi, where he's like, I sold my watch chain to buy you this comb. <laughs> well,
0: he, uh, he did something. He, he came up with the loot, and uh, the worst part of this, he asked me, hey man, did you see that girl that I was with? I'm like,
1: oh, don't make me do this. <laughs> I had to tell him. Ryan's like, is this you and me now, buddy? I
0: I was like, yeah, I did. He's like, where'd you go? I'm like, "Ah, all right, brace yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And I I told him, like, she went off with that guy in the green Mercedes and and, and he just dropped to his knees and started sobbing. Oh! And I I, I, I stood there for a minute, a, a perfect stranger, sobbing at my knees, dope sick probably, and I just went, yeah and I, I i went to like pat him on the shoulder i'm like nah you're gross right right <laughs> and
2: yeah, ryan slowly reaches down takes his money and walks away <laughs>
1: you don't need this anymore
2: <laughs> so, maybe but, but you know what maybe that was his rock bottom maybe <laughs> after that he walked into a rehab facility oh, no. a
1: guy like that has a shovel he's <laughs> yeah. gonna go a little further
0: <laughs> yeah and so i just awkwardly walked away as he cried and and, oh. and by the way, someone that was entering the 7-Eleven that was not privy to this whole situation looked at me while he yeah, yeah. and thought that's I was like with him. <laughs> yeah, and they gave like me he a. He just weird proposed look.
1: and you said no. <laughs>
2: yeah, right, right. Like it was the baseball camera thing.
0: <laughs> the kiss cam.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, the God. mascots consulting you? Yeah, yeah. As as Ryan's walking away, he's like, "The love of my life just walked away." And they're just looking at Ryan. They're like, "What a judgmental <laughs> asshole <laughs> that guy is." Hey man,
1: you know. Oh, that's hilarious. That's weird though because. Why would you pick up a junkie chick? You know what I you're mean. You're a dealer. What? Yeah, you're, I feel
2: like at you're that gonna need some free ass real yeah. quick. Yeah, there? but
1: there's a lot of problems attached to that. Like, I feel like that's your you're out looking for a pet and you see a basket of rattlesnakes. You're like, you know what? I'll take this. <laughs> some people like rattlesnakes, Oof. man. I don't oh know, yeah, man, it's weird that the drug dealer wouldn't make good life decisions. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right? that's, that's strange. Yeah, have you ever seen Requiem for a Dream? I think it's actually quite common. I think it's more the norm than the exception.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's just like oh. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this for a few hours, and then I'm, I'm gonna go out to dinner and leave her at the table.
2: Yeah, the uh, I feel like the guy who is the meth dealer is also somebody who's just not concerned with destroying people's lives not, or relationships. Not really. Man. Oh my
1: god, wait a second. No, no. Maybe the chick was doing Undercover Boss. Maybe she was pretending to be a junkie she works dealer... for the higher
2: up of the, yeah. of the Mexican drug cartel she had heard
1: this guy been taking less money <laughs> so when she saw him takes nope nope I can't give her that much she's like you know what you did good let's go that on had, to the next one that
0: undercover Boss show is a real like, heartbreaker too because I remember this one where uh, like uh, the uh, he the, was like a pizza delivery guy and he like admitted that he sometimes smokes weed while he's delivering pizzas which yeah. all fucking pizza deliveries do R- right yes absolutely uh, yeah, th- that's I've, why yeah, sometimes it comes with a slice missing <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never Met a pizza delivery guy that wasn't high. I uh, never yeah. once. And that's why I like to fuck with him. I like to I like to say weird things.
2: I'm like, thank you, lobster six magnet. And he, what, <laughs> what, what? What? Thanks for the dick pants. What what? Yeah, what? you should be more suspicious if the guy shows up sober. If there's a pizza delivery guy and he shows up, eyes not bloodshot, seemingly coherent, you're oh. like, hey, what's what's your story? What's your angle here? Are you scoping my house <laughs> out to burglarize it later? What are oh, you doing?
0: Oh dude, if a, a pizza delivery guy shows up not stoned, the real pizza delivery is tied up in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, no, but uh, they 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 brought him and uh, revealed like, uh, this ride-along was the CEO of this Papa John's or whatever. No, that guy's racist. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's the CEO of this pizza chain. I was shocked that you smoked weed, but don't worry. We have good news for you. We're sending you to rehab. Oh, my God. For
2: marijuana. That is fucking hilarious. And they're like,
0: they're like, don't worry. All expenses paid. The, the guy that just smokes pot occasionally goes, great. Yeah. <laughs> he's in there with a
2: bunch of heroin addicts that are like like jonesing the three days. They're scratching their, their arms and shit. And he's like. I mean, I guess I could go for a joint right now, but actually, it's quite a lovely. Yeah, the facility. group meeting
1: is gonna be that scene from uh, Half Baked. Yeah, yeah. You ever suck dick right? for yeah. a joint? <laughs> Ooh,
0: this man.
1: That's like sending that. To, that's so out of touch. That's like if your friend goes on a Tinder date once with a chick and it doesn't work out. You're like, hey, man, I'm gonna send you two to couples counseling.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get this straight. <laughs> now there are some people who have marijuana problems. They smoke too much weed. They can't get their life together. They all they can't day. write a joke that's yeah. not
1: about pot. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All that shit. There are people who have all of that. But the fact that you smoked weed a few times on your shitty minimum wage job does not mean oh, that you oh, are Oh, poor, poor shaming, poor <laughs> shaming. <Yeah>, that's
1: right. <laughs> you make minimum wage. You <laughs> have. The worst part about that is you know that when the CEO, after he gave him the little speech, we're going to send you rehab and take care of you, he went home and did a few lines of coke off his table. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saved another one. <laughs> Jesus. So, Bobby, uh, tough week for
2: you, huh? Dude, funny story. I had literally... Did you get
1: your exemption revoked?
2: (laughs) No, no, no. That is the only thing that's (laughs) carrying me through this week. That's keeping you off the (laughs) list. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I'm not taking my wife to that meth dealer in the Mercedes. (laughs) (laughs) As you guys know, Dave put out a message uh, midway through last week that was like, hey, I need somebody to host. And Ryan was like, hey, Bobby's a really good host. You should do it. Which I was very flattered because I got a recommendation from one friend and then an offer to do a show from another. And so I went to go host well, sh- uh,
1: another ex-friend
2: yeah that's right then I went to go <laughs> host a show at Madhouse on Saturday night, and had, I can say without a doubt, the worst performance of my entire life. What? It was, let me
1: put it this way. I you, would like to pat you on the shoulder and say, oh, buddy, it wasn't that no, no, bad, no. but I can't. I, I and, d- and, it was and that bad.
2: And, and and by the way, I respect that because I had some friends in the audience and they're like, Oh, it wasn't that bad. And I was like, Don't fool me that shit. Like, that's <laughs> I don't need that. Like, I understand. I had both Dave and Damien, who were at that show, tell me, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, just get back up on the horse, which is exactly what you say. You <laughs> shouldn't try and sugarcoat it. I will just put it this way. Do you remember when we were in elementary school and like the Guinness Book of World Records was the biggest thing? I and did
0: not realize we went to elementary school together. Yes. But go ahead. Yes.
2: And do you remember <laughs> that picture? It's like a famous picture of a guy with like a hundred and one cigarettes in his mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a, you can picture it in your head yes. right now, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did that but with eating dicks like i just <laughs> I, I took all the dicks in at once and just like cra- i found a way to get one behind my molars <laughs> that is the best description of the show what happened I did eh, not so great in the intros, whatever. It was okay. I got a few laughs. It was not, not my best performance. The worst part was, and this was my totally my own mistake, nobody else's fault. I mistakenly tried to prepare too much. Dave had sent me a set list the night before. I wrote down everybody's name, and then I was like, I'll go
1: up to them and see what they want for their intros, that kind of stuff. I actually, just to, to not to shame you further, <laughs> yeah. but I actually handed him the set list. Yes right before the show oh totally this is your copy
2: so so then i show up the night of you know get up to the bar hey dave how's it going uh you know make sure i get everything down and he's like oh here's the set list and he showed me and there were more names on it and i was like oh okay and stupidly, on my little notebook, I just added the extra names to the end instead of putting them in order. And oh. then, and then, like just like an idiot, like totally my fault. Nobody else can be blamed. Hundred percent my fault. So then, on the second comedian, I said the wrong name as an intro. Let me let me change the
1: picture for you. I'm bartending. I'm at the far end of the bar. Yeah. And Bobby's bringing up the next comic, and I set the lineup so I know who it is. Uh-huh. And so I hear it, it's a guy who I don't know very well. I you know I know him yeah. through comedy. Sure. Booked him a few times. Don't know him that well. So I hear Bobby start to say, next comic come to stage, very good friend of mine. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I didn't know he knew yeah. that guy. He's, uh, he's a winner of San Diego's Funniest Person. And that's when I panic. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, he's about to say the wrong name. <laughs> oh, He's shit. about to announce Ryan Hicks, <laughs> oh, yeah. no, who is later in the show and is not even in the building right now. Oh, shit. And yeah. so he did. He's like, Ryan Hicks. The audience explodes with applause. The guy in the back, who's supposed to be the comic, kind of looks around, starts slowly walking towards the stage, which, as you know, Ryan, you've seen this takes an eternity yes. in oh, yeah. this situation. Oh, yeah. Audience clapping starts to die down. Bobby just looks a little puzzled. He sees someone coming to stage that's not the name he announced. Whatever, the guy comes up on stage They kind of awkwardly shake hands. Bobby walks away. <laughs> and, and I also opens his set with, yeah, that's not me.
2: Yeah, I also, by the way, could have possibly saved this if it had, to, had been somebody I knew. But like Dave said, this was an out-of-town guy. I didn't know him either. So right. I couldn't be like, oh, and by the way, this is this guy. It was somebody else coming up. And so I was just like,
1: Oh, yeah. balls. Couldn't even go for the fix. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It was, it was horrible. Totally my fault. Nobody else could be blamed. People Here's what who, you do
0: next time. Ryan Hicks. And then you wait, and then you see, and you go, we'll be up later.
1: <laughs> right now, <laughs> somebody you. else. You believed me, didn't you, assholes? Now, what made first, things, something totally different. What made things a little worse is the guy who did go up, not a super strong comic. Okay. So he's already starting out in a bad hole, right. Yeah, and he didn't recover very well from it. I so thought it he did like, all
2: right. I thought he did quite well. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I can't really blame that on an intro. It's not
2: like the audience is
1: still reeling. Like, I can't believe this other guy that we didn't know wasn't isn't up. But, yeah. like, the way he tried to fix it and be funny about it, like, he just didn't, like, Ugh. didn't stick the land And, and there, by yeah. the way,
2: he was a very cordial person because I went up after him. I was like, I am so sorry, buddy. That's such a shitty thing to have to happen to you, especially when you're in a different city and stuff. Like, I'm so sorry. That's 100% my fault. Okay, so you, you, you didn't do well up top. You no. got one name wrong. That yeah. doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, and it just didn't hit anywhere else. Like, I I had a few. Well, why are you doing time in between? I had had a few laughs up there, uh, but it, it just nothing to, to compensate. And the real thing is, if you're hosting, you have one job that you have to do, which is get everybody's name right. I fucked that up, and then I you have the so other job. fuck the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. you have the other <laughs> job, which is to get people on your side and to get it to get the show rolling. And I fucked up at doing that. It was just a it was dick eating all around, and it wasn't like it wasn't like oh that was a lame audience. No, it was a great audience. It was a fine audience. The audience was fine. They laughed for everybody. Else. It was it was great. It was all me. Ah, uh, no one cares who the
1: host did. Here's my favorite thing about that night, actually. So in between comics, I often have to talk to the host. Like, hey, remember this? Oh, I'm changing this. Here's yeah. a post and shit like that. So I'm looking for Bobby. And I'm like, I can't find him. I can't find him. He's not where the comics hang out. He's not by the bar or whatever. I'm like, fuck. So finally, I realize in between comics, there's a little cubby next yeah. to the stage that you have to walk through the audience to get to, like emergency exit door. It's hidden from view, but it's, it's, you have to walk yeah. through the crowd to get there. Right. In between comics, Bobby would sit there.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah, just why? sit
1: there like he's like he's a fucking robot and he's yeah. not functioning right now so he's going to recharge. Like <laughs> Bobby's autism is usually well <laughs> hidden but in situations like this it really shines like what the no, fuck I just, are you doing? Oh, I just didn't want to walk back and forth through the audience. because, like, I, I, Oh, as comics do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, I just I didn't feel like walking back and forth through the audience. And also, I didn't know anyone's set well enough to know, like, okay, he's he's finishing up. You know, be right there. So, like, I figured I'll be right there just in case. I didn't want to fuck up any further by being the guy who's in the back of the room when he wasn't supposed to. Now, so now was,
1: here's the part why I thought you fucked up. Uh, and this, I guess, maybe this is just hosting stuff, but I figured uh, all uh, hosts uh, would do this. Right before someone's going up, you go find that person to okay. confirm their intro and let them know, hey, this guy's almost done. Like oh. that's – in my mind, that's like just part of hosting. Absolutely. Oh,
0: no.
2: So, that's I'm why
1: sorry. you don't sit in the little, y- little corner. He that's why tell you- me. Hey, he's
0: really then, then t- five-minute warning.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally my bad. No, I, I, uh, I, I did not absolutely Oh, you fucked idea. up a thing that you didn't even know you fucked up, This keeps uh, getting
1: better. Now.
2: I had no idea that was the deal. But anyway – uh, yeah, totally ate dicks and then just went home and was like, all right, I'm going to let myself feel absolutely horrible about this for the rest of the night. <laughs> like, I'm going to beat myself up about it. I'll uh, do the whole uh, you should totally quit comedy, kick myself in the balls a little bit, and then I'll just be fine the next day, which you, you got to give yourself right, of room. of course. You give yourself room to do, and then you'd be like, all right, I'm done with self-pity, and then I'm right. fucking out of this game. And it, it hurt worse because we've all we all had shitty shows. Because by the time
1: you got home, your wife was like, hey, I heard how bad you <laughs> did.
2: It's I'm all making... over the news. <laughs> I'm going with the meth dealer. <laughs> he pulled his Mercedes up and I'm done with your ass. No. I was like, I was like, all right, well, that's fine. And the, the part that hurts the worst is we all had horrible moments on stage. But yes. they're usually in the first part of your career. Afterwards, you can have bad moments, but they're not usually horrible uh, and so like it was one of those like i feel like i've been doing comedy for three and a half months that's that's how that feels <laughs> especially because i've been having really good shows i've been having great nerd nights i've been having really good. I had the national geographic show I, just everything burning beard was really fun all of these things have been really great and then you have one where you're just like that was the worst literally the worst i've ever done at comedy ever and you go ah, i guess that's it and that's a great <laughs> it's a great learning experience by the way to be humbled like that to be like that's right. I can still suck that many dicks. Yes, I can still be the Guinness Book of World Records of dick sucking. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, that's why I tell people when they say, "How do you not get nervous?" I'm like, "Cause I've already failed in ways yeah. you can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. You do not know the ways I've humiliated myself to that my soul is dead. It's just numb. It's just not there anymore. So no, I don't care about bombing at this bar.
2: Yeah. No. It was it was uh, absolutely horrible. And then I'm just gonna be like, "All right, fuck it. Uh, jump back on. Go do some more mics. It's your own fault. Go go fix it." Yeah, so interesting news, by the way, coming out of the Midwest. If you want to hear more about this, go ahead and check out Science Faction. Ah, yeah, easy plug. Bleep that. Uh, So a whole bunch of people are getting hospitalized from using vape pens.
1: They're like exploding their face or something. Psychiatric hospitalized because they're (laughs) fucking retarded.
2: (laughs) No, it's like we don't know exactly what's going on, but it seems like there's some contaminant in some of them, and they're going to the hospital. One guy had to be put in a medically induced coma. And it's fucking up their lungs, essentially making it impossible for them to breathe. And this is separate from a different issue that's going on with vape pens called popcorn lung, which is horrible. It's worse than lung cancer. Sounds delicious. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we don't know what to do with it. There's like no, unlike lung cancer, where we can be like, all right, here are the steps. We can treat you and give you this chemo, and then maybe you'll get better. We don't know what the fuck to do. It's just like, all right, you're dead. Put some uh, leather coating uh, on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, here's the deal vaporizing in terms of, like, vaporizing, like, dry flour, like, literally it's the best way you can ingest cannabis other than eating it. Go ahead and do that. That's, like, an actual vaporizer. The liquid stuff, whether it's the THC vape or, like, the, the, the... Nicotine. The nicotine vape or something. Dude, getting glycerin, which is in there to keep it all liquid, heated up and putting it in your lungs is just something we haven't been doing long enough to know what the effects are, and now it's starting to come out that there are all these possible problems and, like you know, some percentage of the population is going to randomly get all these horrible things from from doing this thing. So we just call this a trial
1: study, right? Yeah,
2: well, or, I don't know, go back to smoking. I don't fucking know. Like, just, just I, we, do we still have chew? Can we do that? Or patches or something? Like, dude, we all thought that we got this, like, idea, like, this is going to be the safe way to do it because vaping itself is safe, which is true. Actually vaporizing something is safe, but taking glycerin and heating it up and putting it into your lungs turns out to be really bad for you. <laughs> I feel like... We need to start doing like the the same thing we did with cigarettes. We need to start doing with like those jewel vapes. Like just walking, like basically getting Macho Man Randy Savage to slap it out of people's hands.
0: <laughs> you know what's crazy to me about the whole vaping craze that's been around for about ten years now is like w- when we were kids, they got rid of Joe Campbell because they're like this markets to kids. Right. But now you have uh, these things with flavors like fruity pebbles and strawberry donut, yeah. and like there's no way that's not marketed to kids. Right. Like, there's yeah. no, I don't know any smokers that love, like, camel cigarettes, like, but I also like, you know, uh, strawberry nicotine vape. Yeah. Yeah, that, that like, and no one's,
2: like, no one, there's no legislature around it. They're like, yeah, that's fine. it yeah. yeah, I think it's like margarine, where we replaced butter with margarine <laughs> in the 80s, because we're like, look, there's less calories, it'll be great. And then we found out, like, it's full of these trans fats that are really bad for you, and actually margarine's way worse for you than right. butter. It's whipped like, <laughs> grease. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where we're like, this will be healthier, and then now we're, figuring we're just getting guys in comas and ICUs and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you have, like, 11-year-olds like, hey, it's fucking donut flavored. <laughs> right. <laughs> my, my least favorite thing about the vape craze is that vape is now a word. Yeah,
2: well, that... Ugh, that's
1: so fucking... Here's what I cheat. don't like.
2: If somebody were to treat it like cigarettes, fine. But people think that this is different, so, like... They can do it in the airplane or the movie theater or whatever it is. And you're like, bro, you're still just your weird candy smelling shit is still coming out and bothering the rest of us. I don't right. need
0: your peach flavored cotton candy smoke <laughs> yeah. to fucking yeah. uh, screw up this flick
2: for me. all yeah, right? I don't need your cancer nutty smoke shit fucking clouding over my kid. Like, get this fuck, get this fuck out of here. It yeah, he looks like the Undertaker's walking to the ring. Like, what the, the, the this cloud of smoke come in? Yeah, like, I, People get so offended. What, I can't vape in here? Yeah, I bet you get that a lot in like the actual comedy club. Huh? Oh, yeah. Something almost as annoying as people vaping. The big news this week, uh, we got to see a video of Conor McGregor punching an old oh, sucker, Jesus. punching an old man. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: do you remember how I said that I understand Trump supporters because of my fandom of Conor McGregor? Like He yeah. keeps doing horrible things and I'm still on board. Yeah. Has he crossed the line? Uh, I think he's lost. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so if you haven't seen it, you can look it up. Conor McGregor was in a uh, pub in Ireland, in Dublin, and he's lining up cups on the bar because he's he wants to buy everyone a shot of his proper twelve
2: brand whiskey. Mm-hmm. He has his own whiskey brand, right?
0: Uh, one old timer. When I say old timer, he he could be easily seventy. Yes, yes. he refuses, and then and uh, pushes the cup away. Connor puts it back in front of him again and insists. He again refuses, and then Connor turns like. Ah, uh, what are you gonna do? And then turns around, and socks the guy from in the like side behind. Of the- yes. Yeah, like it's from like not not from side a po- behind. Yeah,
2: it's not from a position where you could see it and avoid it. And this is an old man who's sitting down. Yeah, he gets sucker punched. Not for like trying to hit on Connor's woman, not for yelling racial slurs, for not
1: drinking his whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing about the video is the guy barely flinched. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. Well and then he and didn't it, get laid out, he, he didn't get he knocked up. He was clearly of drunk, but he yeah. just got, his
0: head just cocked the side and stayed there. It's just kind of like ow. <laughs> yeah. Which
1: was amazing.
2: Right. Yeah. And it's interesting. So the event happened back in early June, but the video just got released a few days ago. What I wonder is, how much money do you think that guy is getting? Because you gotta you gotta think Connor McGregor Claims to be a billionaire has at least hundred million plus dollars. How much money do you get for cold cocking a senior in the middle of a bar?
1: Well, I don't think anything's going to come of it. I don't yeah. either because this is an Irish pub, yeah. an old mm. dude. This just happens.
0: Yeah, I, I think the guy just walked home. And went, that that sucked. Uh, but but uh, Bolt move CEO going around punching people for not taking your product. Right, you know, great I, marketing I, strategy. By the way, I kind of feel like George Foreman is a little jealous. He didn't think of it yeah. first. He would have seen. He would have moved some more grills. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. The, the the mentality behind that, just just sucker punching an old person
2: who's sitting down. Connor is so weird because he still has poor person mentality. Like, he's a rich guy who still has poor guy mentality. Oh, he's hood rich as fuck. Yeah, yeah like, he doesn't yeah. realize, like, oh, shit, this can be taken away from me. That one punch could cost me $70 million
1: if yeah. this guy really wants. Oh, to Oh, and, it. yeah, you could tell because... The people there with him ran him out of the bar as yeah. soon as he threw that punch. Like three guys, were like, "Oh, we got to get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. him out the door. Now,
2: what do you think that is? Is that coke? Like, do you think that's I'm coked up at a bar and I'm gonna? I'm I honestly, don't...
1: I think a lot of it's just him now. His ego, yeah. his personality. Yeah,
2: he's like the superstar of Ireland. In my
0: experience, coke doesn't really make you violent. Uh, really? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Whatever. I did it one uh, time. I'm an expert now. No,
2: uh, being around <laughs> violent. I think in your experience, coke doesn't let you know when you're being too violent.
0: (laughs) I've never been in a notification
2: on Coke. Uh, Yeah, okay. I just think it amps dudes up, right? And it gets them really like... I don't know. Like Lawrence Taylor. Like that, it makes a Lawrence Taylor out of your average person.
0: (laughs) Uh, It makes you leave your boyfriend in a parking lot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you got to wonder like, He's got to have so many PR people around him. He has to have the UFC people around him. He has to have his own, because he has his own promotional company, like McGregor whatever. He has to have all those guys around him whose entire job it is is to make him
1: not do something that would cost him 10... Get all
0: fired! I I keep doing this shit!
1: (laughs) He's, like... But his his ego is so out of control, and you can tell, because he's still, like, now, this summer, talking shit to Floyd Mayweather about the fight. As if he did better than...
2: You know what he needs to do is because Floyd Mayweather beat him so decidedly in that fight.
1: Not according to Conor.
2: The person that he should have around him keeping him from starting fights is Floyd Mayweather because he's apparently the only one who can knock him back out. You know, like...
1: <laughs> the, uh, Khabib can do it too. Yeah. Uh, so oh, that's
2: yeah. true. He should be Khabib and Dude, Mayweather just flanking that's it. him. That is it. The UFC should hire Khabib Maybe Diaz on the wings. to yeah. follow <laughs> him around and just, just, the second he starts something, just take him down, hold him down, yep. pound him out if you need to, but don't <clears throat> let Conor punch old men anymore. He's not allowed to punch old men, sexually assault women, he's not allowed to throw dollies at buses. <laughs> all of this
1: needs to Because before stop. that was all okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But we're over it now.
1: So... Although, uh, Coke may not, Ryan thinks Coke may not make you violent, Mm -mm. uh, we found out recently that, uh, vodka makes him a little, a little mean.
0: Oh, oh yeah. So, um, uh, Dave didn't know this about me, but, uh, but, uh,
1: vodka is the only liquor I cannot drink because it makes me very mean. Now, Bobby, we've both been around Ryan drunk plenty of times. I've never seen him mean. Have you? Okay.
2: Uh, not that I
0: can think of. Right. Uh, I I don't really get mean, but, but like, uh, one, once out of every 10 times I was drunk, I would get just unnecessarily like just mean and and and
1: and rude, and my wife first thought it out. if you were to tell me that first thought to me. Jack Daniels. I don't know why, but a lot of people say that Jack makes them angry. Not so, whiskey in general. To just be Jack. fair,
2: these are all psychosomatic because all of it is just ethanol. It doesn't matter what booze you're getting; it's all just ethanol.
0: Uh, well, you know, I I, I I gotta say you're wrong because I did not know that this was the
1: the the, the constant. Um, and yeah, this uh, is basically a double blind. So fuck you, Bobby. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, but uh, my wife, she, she kind of sat down and figured it out. She kind of observed me for about mm-hmm. like a, a few months. And, like, she would observe every time I drank what I drank. And then, uh, like, one time out of ten, if I was, like, rude or hostile, she would be like, what do you drink? And it was always vodka. So what do you think that is?
2: Uh, It could just be that you drink vodka in certain circumstances. It could be that she happened to notice that trend and it just happened to be correlational as opposed to causational. It could be a lot of things. But... In in the end, that's like the old myth. It's like, oh, I get angry when I have tequila, or I get blah, blah, blah. It's all just ethanol. Like, some people will get more violent because they are, for instance, having more alcohol. So a certain alcohol might have a higher proof, so they're getting drunker or something like that. Okay. Sometimes you drink certain things in certain spots, like... When I'm hanging out with my buddies, I drink uh, beers and some some JD. But when I go out to this club, I have vodka. And, oh, man, I all of a sudden this makes me more violent. In reality, it's just your, your atmosphere, you know? All right. Okay. So it could be a lot of things. And it could just be a random chance that it happened to coincide with those things. So what did you do that made you what, – what was your angry vodka thing?
0: Oh, n- nothing really. I mean, like th- like this would be a thing where uh, when I was, uh, you know, single and out, you know, all of a sudden I'd find myself wanting to fight. And that's uh. not a good thing. I would, I would catch myself. I'd be like – I wonder if I can coax that guy into a fucking <laughs> yeah. fight. And then I'd I, like, that's not a healthy thought. Go yeah. home.
2: It
1: could I've be a, had too many yeah. <laughs> <You> know, I'm Samantha. <maybe, laughs>
2: it could also just be process of elimination. It could be like vodka's usually cheaper than everything else. Maybe that's when you're pissed is when you're broke and you have to buy vodka. Maybe it's like, oh, I really prefer whiskey. So I drink whiskey normally when I'm with the friends and nothing happens. And then on a special occasion, I'll have this crown royale and then nothing happens. But Man, on these down times when I'm having vodka, bad shit goes down. Could be a lot of things. In the end, it's all just ethanol, though.
0: I don't know because I like um, one drink and I start to feel that 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 negativity creeping mm. up. Uh, one vodka drink. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll that feel explains it.
2: That maybe that explains Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That's it. There, there you go.
1: <laughs> Good call. So Ryan, I, had, I was in an interesting situation a while back that you will relate to once I tell this story. Okay. I was bartending at Madhouse.
0: I can't relate to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, the crowd's coming in. The door's just open, and there's a really cute chick in line by herself. Not with a guy, not with anyone else. Really pretty, blonde, pink dress. Damien, our friend, Mm -hmm. was door guy. Yeah. Now, I call him over. Hey, Damien, you and I have to come up with a system where if I see a chick that I think is attractive, when you card her, tell me how old she is, because I cannot keep dating young chicks. (laughs) I need to find someone got, more age appropriate. You're gonna have
2: to go up to 28 now. <laughs> something like the 30s, maybe. Who knows? Yeah.
1: But I'm like, Damien, help me out. With this. Ah, okay. Which one? I'm like the one in the pink dress. Like, okay. And it, he tells me he's like, uh, like
0: David Lee Roth, go get me that girl. Ah. Yeah.
1: No, but he told me and I forget what it was, but she was like too young, like 25, something like that. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, ah, whatever. She's still cute. So watch. She goes and sits by herself, a table like just off to the side of the stage. So weird. And it's a it's a good Sunday show. We got Trenton Davis headlining. It's a really fun show. Good turnout. Solid lineup. And was going on. I just keep looking, and she's still. By herself, the show's going good to the point where I'm thinking, like, you know what, I should pop in just to like, eh, let me uh, do a quick set, and, like, see if I can impress. You know what I mean? Yeah, we all get that feeling sure, once in a while. Sure, so, but I don't. Whatever. So now Trenton comes in, the headliner. Say hi to him, give him a hug. Now he goes over there, walks across the room, and sits next to her. It was <laughs> oh, really. He she was, was there to see him yeah. to meet up with him. They'd been on several dates before. Oh, yeah. okay. Now you had told that story about hitting on the headliner's girl. Yes. Now I had not done that yet. No, not yet. But the best part of this. Damien somehow found that out before I knew it and he was going to let me go if I like oh nice I was like oh, yeah, nice. was like, oh shit Damian look Trenton's like yeah I know she was here for him I'm like what he's like yeah I wasn't going to tell you I just want to see how it played out Oh,
2: oh that's awesome that's I, what love I love it That's why I love comedians oh, yeah I respect the fuck out of them Yeah cuz we we make a sport out of busting each other's balls and like yeah. setting ourselves up
1: for failure Yes absolutely and just to see each other go down in flames it's yeah, just funny Yeah, yeah oh, oh, it's that's the best Oh my uh, God! Yeah, but it, so I, I did not make that mistake. I think uh, the the guy that your story was about he ended up quitting comedy, didn't he? That night, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that, that ended well for him. Oh God, that's hilarious.
0: Uh, Bobby, I kind of think we should do a retraction on uh, a story we covered last week. What was that? Epstein. Uh, we 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 uh-huh. were, we were starting to lean towards. Ah, uh, he killed himself. He was going to spend the rest of his life in jail. He he, he killed
2: himself. Uh, looking like that may not be the case. Um, it's
1: been officially ruled a suicide. Yeah.
2: Right, but... Uh, uh no, it's... I, I still would lean towards suicide. Several bones broken in his neck. Yeah. So, here's the deal. When you're... If you're hanging yourself, like, a proper hanging, like when we used to hang people as the death sentence, the thing that kills you is it essentially breaks your neck. Right. In one quick swift move, right? And so when people say, this isn't like a hanging death, it's like, yeah, it's not like that hanging death because he did not have a proper noose and be able to put himself up in the whole nine yards. The way you kill yourself in prison, makeshift style, it's pretty difficult You have to kind of throw your body weight against it. A lot of times this type of stuff can happen. Even things like normally your hyoid bone doesn't break if you're hung because the hyoid bone, which breaks when you get strangled, kind of just moves when the rope jerks you and then it doesn't break. However, when you're getting hung by sheets, bed sheets or clothing or something, it can't move and so it breaks. And so people will say, oh, the hyoid bone doesn't break when you get hung. It actually does if you're doing it without a rope and you're doing something else. So like a lot of the findings, they're, they're very sensationalized. They still are pretty congruent with what happens in that kind of hanging. That's not to say he didn't get strangled or something. That's still a possibility. I would believe either
1: one. Yeah, yeah. He's in so much fucking trouble. he wants to off himself or totally. he knows so much that someone else wants totally. to Totally. If somebody
2: had good evidence, like if, for instance, there are there are kinds of marks that you get when you're strangled as opposed to what essentially happens is when he's hung the way he is hung, it's more of a ligature than a hanging. So if, if you go and you can actually see the person's fingers or that kind of stuff that happens when you get strangulation, that would be good evidence that he was strangled or something like that as of right now, everything is still consistent with the idea of a suicide.
1: Now, how how does this keep happening? Didn't Hernandez hang himself? He killed himself. I don't know how he did it. Well, a lot of people hang themselves in jail. Is there like an eye hook in the ceiling of every prison cell? Like, what the fuck (laughs) is happening here? Haven't you seen The Wire? You do it on the doorknob.
0: Well, but no, uh, but Bobby. Also, I don't know what their the, the the
2: guards uh, have admitted they falsified records. Yeah, because I think they were supposed to be watching them and they didn't.
0: Right. Uh, so I don't know what their original story was, but yeah. now it's come out that they were both sleeping.
2: Yeah. How, no, how did two guards fall asleep <laughs> congruently? Really? Is this a fucking movie? Is and then this, they had the big uh, loop keychain on their belt yeah, and yeah. the guy was slowly putting the coat hanger what out. Kind of <laughs> Scooby-Doo guards we got working for us over here? Listen, if it, it could very well turn out that he was killed. Obviously, he had a lot of dirt on a lot of people, but right now, the evidence that they're releasing is not at all inconsistent with suicide. And by the way, every time somebody dies it's because a guard fucked up their job right because technically they're supposed to be watching him every 30 minutes and you know what they don't just like all of us don't do our jobs to the t the exact way we're supposed to do it like they don't do that shit either nothing i've seen is convincing but like dave said it could be tomorrow they came out and they're like listen we found finger marks on this motherfucker's neck he got strangled yeah. and that, and there you go
1: but also the guards false records in my mind does not Strengthen the case that he was killed because no. the guards could easily just be like, "Hey, dude, that's what they You do. better fucking kill yourself because right. your life is fucking garbage." And they walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
2: that by the way, that's what they do every time somebody dies because they don't want to lose their fucking job. So they're like, "Yeah, we went by at thirty minutes ago. He was fine. He must have just done it in the interim, and we were all cogent and awake, and we were we right. were." Uh, using our time wisely and observing it and discussing different techniques we would use to safely remove inmates from a cell if anything came to that.
0: I certainly wasn't playing Candy Crush. No, not at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a lot of a lot of the guards were sitting around on Tinder with their side pieces and didn't want to get caught
1: later right, right. for sure. Yeah.
0: All right, before we get out of here, any shows coming up? Dave, you got one.
1: I'm with you, Burning That's Beard. Right,
0: Burning Beard, Woo! August 22nd, headliner Eric Knowles, and then the following night, I'm doing them back-to-back, I'm doing Alpine with
2: headliner nice. Jesse Egan. Oh, Eric's be back fun. in town, right yeah. on. Yeah.
0: So anyways, uh, Bobby, when's the next nerd night that you're going to fuck up hosting duties on?
2: <laughs> 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 Maybe that one I'll actually do, right? First Tuesday of every month, 32 North, Brewing at 6.30 p.m. Come on out. There's always some really, really interesting speakers. Last time we had flying cars and how video games get you addicted and also how alcohol affects your brain. All really interesting stuff. Oh,
1: we discussed that just a few minutes ago. Yeah, ahead. right? Yeah, we're
0: fine. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: and did vodka and then tequila.
0: <laughs> and on August 29th I'm going back to Orange County. Not my idea. And I'll be uh, at uh, in Tustin. Uh, so check that show out. I'll have the venue next week. Alright, I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby saying see you next week. Cruising with the twos. Thanks for the dick pants. Ooh, 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 yeah, time Oh, 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 oh that time's passing by
2: oh, 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 motherfucking time is passing by.